Hey, wonderfuls, welcome to episode 314 of the podcast with the absolutely delightful Allison Becker. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. I wanted to revisit the whole pod X of it all because I have a little more information for you. If you were interested in coming, you can get 10% off your tickets at podx.com slash jvclub or enter code jvclub at checkout. I also will be in a wonderful position of raffling slash giving away a couple of passes to PodX. So stay tuned for details on that. Of course, it is going to be in Nashville, Tennessee, May 31st to June 2nd. And uh, it is, it's a fan con meets conference. So you can meet your favorite podcaster you can go to panels you can go to workshops um and you can and hang hang with people that you love to listen to there's gonna be a ton of people there i have already made it very clear i'm super excited about undisclosed also there will be uh places like uh, podcasts like the bright sessions true crime obsessed always open uh and so so many more so that is the scoop on that keep it in mind visit podx.com slash jv club and i welcome you welcome you welcome you into this episode with allison Let's get right into it. Okay. Did you experience the butterfly migration on your way here? Did you see a lot of butterflies? I did not know. I did not. Oh, Allison. <laughs> I bet they were. Listen, either they've come through already or they're just so small that like you sort of have to be looking. But is this a yearly thing? I've never seen it before. But I had a doctor's appointment this morning. And on my way there, I started seeing all these things that are small enough that I was like, is this a locust plague? Like there are a lot of things flying <laughs> Your around mind right now. Went right to like I know, the, just worst, the worst, like doom a, and gloom, a biblical proportions. Doom and gloom. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I got out of the car and started walking again through Beverly Hills, this is actually brag, really brag. gross. This is your doctors in Beverly Hills. You're bragging. All <laughs> oh, fucking doctors are in Beverly. <laughs> they Hills. They really are. They really are. Oh yeah, yeah. I've started like picking up a handful over in Glendale and stuff just, just to mix like it up. here and there because it's just so much better than going to like I, like knowing you have to turn on Rodeo Drive <laughs> to get it to see a doctor <laughs> but I, once I was out of the car and walking I saw that there were t- little monarch butterflies I have not seen this I'm, how did I miss them all let me tell you what I just realized and I'm embarrassed to say and I'm gonna say it anyway my next thought after Plague of Locusts was this didn't last very long. I was like, oh, God, is this some Beverly Hills thing where, like, a fashion show released a thousand butterflies as, like, part of a marketing Which thing? Which would happen? But, like, the next level of just, like, sarcastic cynicism. But also just in your mind, that was the next plausible thing. Happen. We're all dying or this is a promotion really for Helmet Lang. It's really what I thought. I'm glad that you can be with me on that because... Then I found, then I was like, then I had my appointment, then I came out, still butterflies, driving, driving, still butterflies. Finally, I pulled over, pulled up Twitter and just looked for Butterflies Los Angeles. And immediately, the first tweet that came up was actually a guy named Jacob Soboroff, who I am friends with. I know Jacob. You know Jacob. He's great. I don't know why I said that. I said that because I thought maybe, because we both overlap in the kind of yeah, hosting world. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jacob said, it, Jacob had reposted like a billion butterflies are mar- migrating through Los Angeles right now. I'm 
miss it. They, I mean, maybe it's where are they going everywhere. to? Everywhere. Well, I didn't click on the link because then I was like, I got to get home and podcast, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> you could figure this out later. Yeah. Did or you, I mean, I could. Did nope, you know that um, that butterflies? I read or heard this thing that when they are in the cocoon. It goes like from caterpillar to butterfly. It goes completely into a mushy liquid. Yes, but they still hold on to the same memories. I don't think I knew about like the they memories. did. They did tests where they like you know made certain plants like not good or whatever, and they and then the butterflies when they went from caterpillar to butterfly, they still remembered like oh those aren't good plants. I mean. That wasn't very scientific what I said, but you I, understand what I'm listen, saying? They were like, put it in layman's terms. I'm all for it. <laughs> okay, I'm great. all for it. We're they still, made plants okay, not good is what science. I just said. Okay. <laughs> but like they made plants not taste good is what I meant to say. And the butterflies were still, and they're in the middle. They're liquid. Goo. So goo True. holds memories. That's pretty amazing. That's fucking like next level. It is next level. Like that's beyond science and into like some God shit. <laughs> Do we just prove the existence of a patriarchal <laughs> god who designed well, I didn't say patriarchal. <laughs> I didn't say patriarchal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess the, I guess like I guess we would just need to know how how atomic the goo is because like if we're yeah, talking right. about like DNA and stuff, it's already tiny, tiny, but still, tiny. But yeah, turning memories. into a total liquid a smoothie. A they turn smoothie. into a smoothie. Yeah, and then reconstitute in the shape of a butterfly. I've had I found out and we still can't cure pms sorry keep st- going oh, no not a chance let's not put any more let, let's not do money towards that <laughs> all right great it's not enough people suffer yeah. from it <laughs> so great. angry um i found out that you can order butterfly you can order cocoons and you can like release you can put the not you can't order cocoons what do you order now i don't know wait now you sound like the beverly hills yeah you're oh, you you're the person oh my god how dumb am i but they will become cocoons. You can order pre-cocoons. Great. Pre-cocoons. <laughs> I'm sure you can order cocoons, by you the way. Order, you can order well, whatever you want. But then it didn't make sense because I was like, no, you order the, you order what comes before that. <laughs> because the caterpillars then cocoon around your eaves and stuff. And then they hatch into butterflies and you can catch them. You know, if you have enough of them hanging around, you can sort of watch the transformation process. It's very slow. But like when you've you can see some of the cocoons open and then that's the little, pretty like, rad are you gonna do that butterflies well i've done it before and for many years afterwards their their yeah they're still next there. generations yeah. come back so they're having that's their genetic rad. memory in their goo yeah we gotta get you on this <laughs> you clearly are a lover of science and all things goo. i really am i mean and i'm very sorry that you didn't see the butterfly migration i don't feel like you're rubbing it in my face now but it's fine i mean i'm very sorry it was a wonder <laughs> like Tens of thousands? A billion. That, that's insane. A billion coming through. That's insane. Yeah. Now, if we had that border wall, it wouldn't be happening. No. Because it wouldn't get all through. these butterflies are coming in and taking our jobs. <laughs> they really are. Coming from the South. Mm-hmm. You know how that works. They're taking works. our women and our jobs. They're taking, they're taking all of it. Our health care. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. How many different ways can I be super cynical and make a bunch of jokes that... <laughs> two percent of my <laughs> listeners will be like i'm finding out she has views that i did not know she had and i do not agree with oh i'm oh. pro butterfly immigration yeah listen like le- guys make no mistake we're both pro butterfly we're both pro, pro butterfly whether we got the opportunity to see that miracle or not oh, oh, oh god i I'm didn't sorry. see it i didn't even see a butterfly i think you will want to done here okay we're gonna go out and take a quick okay. look okay we're gonna take, take um a look. uh w- now where are you from and originally did you have like nature all around you or were you i a did city actually i grew up in a very rural part of new jersey 
There's not even a stoplight in my town. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was. I was surrounded by farms. Um, it was very rural and naturey, and I would like actually like take caterpillars from the backyard and uh-huh. make them my pets and kiss them. I'm, I'm sorry. Do you mean pre cocoons? Pre cocoons. I take pre cocoons. <laughs> um idiot yeah and i loved like goo i used to like catch um fireflies lightning bugs that's one thing i miss the most from the east coast is lightning bugs dude i i didn't see a firefly until like maybe less than 10 years ago yeah that it's got to be when you see it for the first time as an adult it's got to blow your mind right it was wonderful i may have told this story before but i was in atlanta and i saw a bunch down in this like ditch and i was going (sighs) for a run in piedmont park and i ran down there like a kid not thinking heedlessly just ran in there and was like this is wonderful (laughs) and then i looked down and my legs were just covered in mosquitoes oh no yeah that's (laughs) right oh yeah that's the same time of year they go together gotta 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 but yeah they are just magical and like i grew up um I had a we had a big backyard and like in the summer they would just fill the backyard and it was I miss that so much yeah it Uh, is it really feels like a little bit of magic that yeah it's it's nuts yeah they light up I know and so you would catch them in a jar and then would you just release them no I would mutilate them um I'm sorry to say I would (laughs) into a necklace (laughs) I would uh well the thing to do is you pull their little what now it's not the thorax let's uh-huh. go back to science class oh boy. there's three parts to an insect uh-huh. there's the head the thorax and the abdomen abdomen i was gonna say abdomen but that didn't sound scientific okay so maybe it is the thorax yeah i could be totally wrong on this yeah. please tweet at me and correct uh-huh. me um <laughs> but i think the thorax is the part that lights up on the lightning bug their butt mm-hmm. their butthole lights up butthole, so you yeah. pull their butthole off and then you just smear it on your finger and you're like now i have a ring and then they die. <laughs> I know that is horrible. I was eight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Those poor bugs. I think the biggest problem I have was how snotty you were as an eight-year-old saying, now I have a ring. Now I have a diamond glow-in-the-dark <laughs> ring. No. The good Ugh. news is also the way diamonds are mined. It's equally horrible. Oh, it's so all horrible. It's all horrible. It's all horrible. Also, Ugh. I don't have diamonds now. I don't even care about diamonds. Diamond, diamond but at the, when I was eight years old, I guess that's what I cared about. Glow in yeah. the dark diamonds. Uh, clear, clearly. Well, listen, if they're glow in the dark diamonds, now I'm starting to get interested listen, again. Listen, we didn't have a lot to do. We were in the middle <laughs> of nowhere. Who's we? Is that you? Do you have brothers I have a brother. I have an older brother. He's um, a year and a half older. And yeah, friends, but like we live so far away from each other. So it was, you really did like we would literally like play in the woods and and catch fireflies like I didn't have cable growing up it was really just like I was just a little like rug rat running around outside but that's I mean it's easy for us to now I mean us people who did have cable and all that kind of stuff but now it has this like adorable sort of like oh well were you you were tra- you were a child of the wilderness right you you probably had an amazing imagination because you exactly were entertaining yourself exactly so i played a lot by myself stories and world building and all that kind of stuff yeah which i didn't even realize i used to be obsessed with um which i guess i kind of still am obsessed with jungles and like rainforests mm-hmm. so one of the games i would play um games one of the activities that i would do by myself is i would take my boom box which was um like metallic pink and my brother's boom box which was like silver and i would (laughs) 
I don't think I've ever told anyone this. I would record, I wanted to make like a jungle soundtrack of all oh. different like animals in the jungle. Yeah. So I would hit record on a cassette tape. Cause this was before like, you know, the internet and yeah. like, you know, garage band. Everything is like hands on. Yeah. It was You're all analog. Yeah. yeah. So I'd put a cassette in one and I would record like a monkey sound. That you would make. That I would make. Great. And then I would hit play on that and hit record on the other one. So the monkey sound is playing. And then I would add like a bird sound. Yeah. You and, can go back and, and forth. And then I would go back yeah, and forth. That's multi-track recording. Yeah, until I had a cacophony of a jungle. Um, and then I would like decorate the basement like a jungle and I would like walk my parents through it. I'd be like, okay, mom, you're going to visit my oh jungle my now. God, and I'd be like, this is where the parrots it. live. I love it. <laughs> How would you do? Would you, what, what would you use to decorate it like a jungle? Um, I had some like stuffed animal parrots and I would like <laughs> cut out big construction paper leaves. I um, and I would play the soundtrack and like walk them around. <laughs> I bet they thought that was about as adorable as it gets. I don't know. Really? After a while, they're like, we've had <laughs> enough like, of the jungle. With the jungle already. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but how? Do, but do you remember how you became fascinated by slash interested in the the jungle? I want. I mean, like this is gonna sound so lame, but I feel like it was Disney World. <laughs> okay. No. 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 I mean, listen. <laughs> What you could have said like the rainforest like cafe going to yeah I could have I, I could have been more lame I that's my earliest memory of it yeah. of like going to like um like the tiki hut and stuff oh totally I mean I went to Disneyland because I'm a West Coaster but yeah the enchanted tiki room the enchanted the tiki jungle room that's cruise, what I mean yeah the, the jungle the, yeah cruise, exactly yeah I mean absolutely so that absolutely. I just loved that stuff and it, it really is one of those experiences of you know that immersive feeling that I think so many of us even still want as adults, which is like, now you were here, you took five steps and now you're in this completely different oh, yeah, world. Exactly. That transformation is like very addictive, I think. Oh, I love it. Wonderful. I mean, Disney is so problematic on so many levels. On the flip side, they also do a lot of things right. I know. And they do the world building really well. Yeah. But there's a lot of problematic stuff. I know. Like, Walt Disney was a monster, like a lot of other people. Um, But guess what? He's not alive anymore. I know. I know. Well, that's, I mean, that's part of this, like, huge, and this is maybe a a too deep of a well to have to, like, try to navigate. Um, But that's so much where we are, especially right now, it feels like it's kind of come to a head, especially with stuff like Leaving Neverland and... Mm -hmm. And the Me Too I still movement. I still haven't watched Leave Neverland yet. Do, oh, I know boy. I have to. I yeah. know I have to. It's a, it's it's it's. I mean, it's heartbreaking. I know it's heartbreaking. I he but was really my well first done. crush. Yeah, when he was just like a beautiful black teenager, he was my first crush. Yeah, I and get I'm it. just like I know it's. I got to do it. I got to sit down and watch it. It really is. I mean, it's definitely very. Um, it just it, it uh, what makes it a worthwhile and i think i'm sure a lot of people are saying this is that i've never seen anything or experienced or heard anything that so beautifully takes you to the way it must have felt to those boys right. and to the boys family right um so the sort of explanation and description of the grooming process and of sort of how for all of those people who've not experienced sexual abuse and are like I don't understand how could you let that happen or why would you ever think that was okay or you know all of the sort of like I don't think I would ever let anyone touch me like that like that sort of removal of otherness like oh that's something that happens to other people I think they do an amazing job of just showing you like yeah that's what I've heard how how crazy to get to a point when you're young where you know, when he t- 
turns his attention onto another boy, you feel heartbroken. Yeah. Instead of, there's no part of you that's like, I'm so glad he stopped touching me. Well, have you seen, yeah, have you seen that other uh, insane documentary, uh, Abducted in Plain Sight? Oh, yeah. That was really bananas. It's nuts, but it's a similar thing too, where this girl is a victim, clearly a victim, but she still falls in love with him. And she thinks she is in love with her abuser. Yeah, because that's what you're being told at a young enough age. And by the way, also in abusive relationships with adults. Exactly. Like if you're understanding, if the way you are understanding attention, love, affection is all tied up in that, it's not simple at all. Oh, God, no. It's so complicated. Oh, God, no, yeah. You know, but but to, but to kind of what I w- where I was going with that because the whole Walt Disney thing is is that I feel like certainly this has been a problem throughout our culture as we've evolved, but right now feels like a real good kind of fever pitch moment of not knowing when to stop appreciating someone's work because of who they were as a person Mm -hmm. versus can I, am I allowed to isolate this thing, this experience that someone made, but still recognize that this person was awful. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I, I vacillate with that. Like a lot of it, I mean, this is a controversial statement to say, but I never enjoyed Woody Allen's work. I thought he is a terrible actor who should not put himself (laughs) in his own films. He was just, awful he would have never gotten diane keaton in real life that's preposterous and i just never enjoyed it so when that whole thing came out everyone's like but his work was still great i was like no also we always kind of knew that he married his daughter so why was no one talking about that i know it wasn't technically his daughter but it was basically his daughter were but it's the same thing as the michael jackson stuff where it was at a time where it felt so complicated and it felt so private and that's it felt like well i don't know i don't they're already living in kind of a different world than we are they're already strange in their own ways and like maybe maybe this is all being misinterpreted or maybe this is all you know and it's true once you have that any kind of perspective and certainly there were people saying at the time but like you get you know as a culture looking at and there are still people who are like convinced michael jackson i know yeah there are convinced well it's it's, like an organized it's also like you know, and like there's, I've just gotten to a point where I'm like, I don't like, I, I can do without that, that art because that person is evil and I can, I can do without that art. Um, there's still like, you know, a lot of things that are hard though, because you're like, Oh, I loved Michael Jackson's music or whatever. But I think it's, if the person's still alive and you patronizing their work is giving them money, that's a definite like, no, no, stop. Yeah. Like let's no, everybody stop supporting Louis CK. Stop giving Mel Gibson roles. Like let's just fucking no. These people are still alive and they should not be making money off of their hate. Um, but if it's like someone who's dead, I'm still okay giving it up, but I guess I understand it a little more. Yeah. Because if you go back, you know, I mean, Let's face it, like 90% of male artists are probably monsters. <laughs> know, it's so, like 2% it's of the so women depressing. and 90% of the men. It's so, <laughs> so like... <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's if real, they're not yeah. making money off of it, I'm I'm kind of... I, I'm like, uh, I'll give you a few. You get to yeah. pick two. If, uh-huh. you're, if they're not making money off of it, you so get to we pick picked, two. We picked Walt Disney. I'm picking Walt Disney if yeah. he's not he's not making money off of yeah. it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know who my second one is yet. <laughs> Listen, you've got a lot to choose from. <laughs> Got a lot of dead folks yeah, that you can continue <laughs> to appreciate a hundred percent. Yeah. But I think that's where I'm drawing the line. If they're yeah. alive and they're making money off of their assholeism, then no. Okay. That's a good, You're that's not a allowed. good um, point of reference. I appreciate that. Cause yeah. I, I do feel still very like murky and kind of, I just decided that now yeah, I might I change it. my mind. 
<laughs> you're allowed. You're allowed. Guys, tweet at me. You're allowed. <laughs> guys, guys, tweet. Convince me. Just <laughs> convince me to change my mind. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure someone will. Oh yeah. <laughs> Try to convince you whether or not they succeed. Who can say? That's fair. Oh, oh, it's time for a quick break. I will be back after a word from our friends at Maximum Fun. Hi, it's me, Paula Poundstone. And it's me, Adam Felber. We have a podcast called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. It's a comedy podcast where we bring on experts to teach us stuff we need to know. And by the way, the guy who came to tell us what to do when you encounter a bear never showed up. Anyway, it's fun. You are guaranteed laughs in every episode. You can't really guarantee laughs. What if somebody doesn't laugh? We'll get sued. Join us for our next episode where we have an expert in consumer law explain to us how to defend ourselves against one humorless litigious shut-in with enough time on their hands to sue us over our unfulfilled claim of guaranteed laughs in every episode here at MaximumFun.org. The Cat of the Week is Mabel from Green Bank, West Virginia. So, okay, so, so we're going, I'm going to take you back, yes, to uh, Disney World and the magic of oh, this kind yes. of immersive. Okay. And it's interesting that that is, that was one that you really held on to, but it also is one of the more kind of like it enfolds you like a jungle or rainforest itself kind of takes you in and envelops you yeah. and it sort of sounds and sights and smells everywhere versus maybe something that's like a little bit less kind of lush and and character yeah it really you is you know what i mean because there it's like you didn't become obsessed with i don't know what i'm like what pirates of the caribbean i don't know what that would look like <laughs> it might have been harder for you to recreate like guys i flooded the basement but yeah, there's... get in the center too yo ho ho etc <laughs> uh, did you have uh did you because you had these stuffed parrots and the they weren't dead parrots the, i want people to know that they were like stuffed ant like definitely was not but, imagining okay, yeah. taxidermy i was yeah. not imagining taxidermy um did you did that extend to life like live animals like did you i was obsessed i'm still yeah. obsessed with animals like there was a there was many years when i was like we have to get a parrot we have to get a parrot i'm so glad i didn't do that because like parrots it would still be alive yeah. first of all yeah i i don't think i agree with like clipping birds wings and having so i was like i don't know I, I i'm so glad i didn't do that but when i was young i was very obsessed with parrots interesting um i and i also wanted a chimpanzee <laughs> yeah i made my practical. dad call i did make my dad call i just was like just call someone and ask and i think he called oh like a pet store i don't know who he <laughs> called but he said that it was he was like i i just asked and it's <clears throat> it is illegal and i was like okay as, okay. as you see your dad's finger on the like, yeah. little thing that doesn't, <laughs> he's not making yeah. a real phone call. Yeah. <laughs> um, I became obsessed. I listened to this episode of Radiolab about this chimpanzee. <gasps> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I'm sure a lot of you have heard. Mm-hmm. It's called Lucy. It's great. Yeah. Nothing like talking about a podcast on a podcast. But uh, I'm guilty of it. I feel <laughs> okay, great about great. it. I feel great about um, it. But in the podcast, they talk about this nut job for lack of a better word who was a um, psychotherapist which i'm putting in air quotes um in the 70s and he decided to try and raise a chimpanzee as his daughter in his home and he wrote a book on it the book is no longer in print um but for my birthday last year my boyfriend tracked it down and got like an out of print version he knows you oh god it's amazing good present it is fucking insane you have to read it oh my god 
first I of all, have to read I just it. hit my tooth on the microphone because I'm, I'm so a professional. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I should have put I'm a. So I, should, sorry. I should put a little muff on it. A you little should muff just for nose, me, just bare for me. Minimum. Um, but he's like, it's the guy is such a nut job. He, the way he narrates the story, he tries to put it in the context of like gathering scientific data, but he's just like a weird. <laughs> Sexu- very like oh. creepily sexual dude who's like sometimes i do yoga nude on the front porch which is fine but like why are you telling me that in a story about a, in a scientific book right. about you raising a chimpanzee right every time he encounters a woman whether it's a fellow scientist he describes like what they look like and what they were wearing uh-huh. it's like disgusting uh-huh. um but fucking fascinating like oh the chimpanzee God. like drinks co- makes herself cocktails <laughs> and drinks them <laughs> It's so irresponsible, and but you're also like fascinated by yes, it. Yes, please give a chimpanzee caffeine. Oh, please. alcohol, like, caffeine, anything. She smokes cigarettes. Oh, God. Um, she masturbates with the vacuum cleaner. There are photos. Guys, this Holy book is insane. Sh- uh, this is m- the absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I guess I f- didn't remember that he wrote it. But, and he wasn't the one. Is that the same episode where they did have to take her eventually to yeah, yeah they took and and she just disappeared into the yeah, jungle because they, they raised her to go find a vacuum cleaner yeah, they exactly they raised her on fucking gin and cigarettes yeah. and then they're like go back to the jungle buddy peace out she died in like five minutes oh god um yeah we shouldn't be laughing we should you would not have treated your chimpanzee that way no but i would have put clothes on her no, you shouldn't. I think, they, chimpanzees listen, should, I think they like clothes. Listen, I think they like clothes. I think they like to dress up. We've all seen the chimpanzee calendars wait, where they're have wearing you seen, funny wigs. Have you? This is devastating. Have you seen that documentary, like my my baby monkey or my monkey child? No. Oh, Janet. Oh God. I gotta write these things down. This is in, I, It's hard to watch, guys. It's hard to watch. It's about like two or three families that raise monkeys. I'm not sure what the breed is. By the way, monkeys are not chimpanzees. True. Monkeys have tails chimpanzees are apes agreed just like gorillas and humans humans are actually apes did you know that agreed yes um and they they take these monkeys and they raise them as children they put clothes on them they put lipstick on them they give them candy it's so irresponsible and so insane how big do the monkeys get um they're like monkey size (laughs) (laughs) they're like the size of like a uh a big cat yeah okay um so it isn't ever going to be a monkey that's big enough that can like no it's not going to hurt you but like the scene where they take the monkeys away from the moms at the breeders Mm. is the most horrifying thing i've ever seen in my life it's an intense documentary maybe don't watch it maybe forget (laughs) everything i said maybe edit this part out right off back but people are nuts people are nuts yes and i'm very grateful that my parents did not let me get any sort of exotic animal because it's so irresponsible oh parrots See, but that's not, and that's not something I I think a parrot is a good example of a of a of a creature I would have been afraid of meeting oh, live really? in person. I think I would have felt but they like, talk. I know. I think that would have. I I think because I recently it should did freak something. You out. It's I mean, weird. I did something with um with a friend of mine. I did like a a a, a student film for a friend's daughter um who's a delight, and she one of the the scenes that we shot is the the idea of it is that um people turn into animals it's like a virus and so oh i love it my friend kirk's wife turns into a a macaw and so i had this scene where i was doing this thing with a macaw and this macaw is very large yeah they're big and very talkative very loud when she shrieks they can't fuck you up if they want to oh my god yeah huge talons yeah 
So I did feel like I sort of felt the sense of, you know, I'm not in control in this situation at all. So if for some reason suddenly this bird gets upset with me, I don't know what's going to happen. You're what's called a responsible human. I mean, <laughs> you know, and so that's a that's a more intimidating thing to me. Something loud, especially as a little kid, like being I would be I had such a, a jump scare response. Was, was there an animal when you were younger or now besides dogs, obviously, that you were like? Like, like the, especially an especially exotic one. Yeah. I can't wait for this mash game because we're really going to tailor <laughs> this to your tastes. Um, uh, what did, what would I have I like wanted? Penguins, you know, dolphins. Yeah, I wouldn't say any of those. I think probably, I mean, I, I think I was obsessed with cats. I wanted a cat Great. so bad. Finally, I kind of like coaxed my parents into letting me get one, which was just me co- making one of the kittens that my neighbor's cat had had, like follow me home. And Great. then I said, I couldn't. There was nothing, nothing I could, I could do. do. She, she followed me home. Me, yeah. And so, and I got to keep her. And then she was an outside cat because my parents didn't really want me to have a cat in the chair of my car. Um, so sorry. I think it would have been some iteration of a cat. I think I okay. probably wanted like to put it a in tiger. a jungle context, maybe a black yes. panther because of the jungle book. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, Great. A, a mountain lion because they're beautiful and they, there's a lot of like pictures and images of mountain lions in Arizona, much like there is in California because yep. they're around and they're pretty. Um, and so I think I would have wanted, like, I was probably the kid that, like, in fact, I remember going to the zoo in Tucson and just like sit, like sitting down in front of the tiger enclosure. Was it the desert museum? Is that the it one you're talking about? It wasn't the desert museum. Okay. Which is a wonderful museum. Yeah, I am. Um, really a great place. And, and uh, the, you know, zoos are also very complicated. Yeah, I, I hate zoos i have just a lot of trouble with them but I, then i went to the desert museum and i was like oh this place is pretty it rad sense. it's kind of like a zoo type place but yeah. it wasn't i was like oh this seems of the better ones yeah it's definitely one it's it's a it's a really really special place guys if you ever get the chance to go to the desert museum this is an unsolicited recommendation from two ladies who <laughs> who've enjoy been it very to tucson much. i i mean yes i mean i'm from tucson so i for sure have been to tucson have you seen can't buy me love uh, yes, I have. It was a big deal when they were shooting that movie. Yeah, uh, I um, am obsessed with that movie. Like that is actually a big part of my childhood. That movie, I watched it so much. Should I watch it again to be reminded? Uh, you probably should. Um, and it's it was just so I I just love that movie so much. Yeah, and I didn't realize it, but I actually because in the movie there was a she's in they're in Tucson and she's dating an amateur astronomer. And I actually dated, and I didn't realize oh until we were dating for a while, but I dated an astronomer <laughs> from some, Tucson. Your unconscious self was yeah, like, this and then is I right. went to this visit him in Tucson right. and I was like, wait, this is where they film Can't Buy Me Love? And he was like, yeah, and you know he's an astronomer and I'm an astronomer. I was like, what am I doing? Like, I was literally just like fulfilling my prophecy. terrifying. That really is amazing. Yeah. That's really well, He's lovely. We broke up. I yeah. have a great boyfriend now. Yeah. Guys. Don't worry. I didn't fulfill that. Amateur astronomer. Does that mean that he was on his way to wanting to be oh, no, one? Or he just had a... This guy was a professional astronomer. Oh, okay, but in gotcha. the movie, Patrick oh, right, Dempsey right, right, right. is an amateur astronomer. Gotcha. Gotcha. Amateur. Because he's young. Listen, he saw his time he's to go school. pro. He was in high school guys. he has had to go pro uh that was a big deal when that shot there that was one of two movies that i remember three movies that i remember shooting in tucson did anything ever were you in any way exposed when you were younger to because you have this sort of like 
the the East Coast, like, oh, people hear Jersey and they're like, ah, right around the corner yes. from New York City. Exactly. Like, what an urbanite you must have been. <laughs> and I'm sure and it was a million miles. It felt a million yeah. miles away. So what do you, so did I have any, like, Yeah, did idea? you have any brushes with, like, what is that? Oh, it's a, oh, someone's filming a movie? Whoa. Oh, not in my town. No. Yeah. Oh, God, not at all. There was nothing there. <laughs> I mean, I would, I was an hour from New York, so I would, like, you know, be able to go in and, like, see, go to, like, Broadway shows and stuff like that. But I was not exposed to like, yeah. I so mean, you really were. I mean, that's like, but that is kind of interesting because for me growing up in Tucson, Tucson is like a small city. It yeah, is but it, it is, is a city. Yeah, but it is a yeah. city. But then <clears throat> for you to go to have the experience of both your hometown, which was absolutely tiny and also being an hour away from a gigantic yes. city, the yeah. city of cities in America. Um, what a huge juxtaposition. Like you got, at least you, you know, you sort of experienced both extremes. Yeah. I wasn't like, I didn't turn out to be a total hick, which is great. <laughs> I also lived in Europe for a couple of years. I did nice. my first two years of high school in Switzerland. Oh, wow. That's um, amazing. Which was amazing and incredible, but, but very odd for me going from like a teeny tiny town to like an extremely international city. How did that happen? Uh, my dad was doing some work for the UN and we just had the upper, he was like, I can travel or you guys can come with me and we can like do this. And we, we did it. We oh, were like, so cool. yeah, it was so awesome. Did you, um, did you become fluent in, in French uh, or French ger- or German or, um, the, thank you for asking the right question. Some people are like, do you speak Swiss people <laughs> or, or some people are like, do you speak Swedish? And I'm like, that's oh, not no. even in the right country. Oh, no. oh. Um, but yeah, you're correct. There's, there's two sides. There's the French side and the German side. It's a very tiny country, but they have, they speak French and then they speak German and then they speak Swiss German, which is half French, half German. And then they speak Swiss Italian, which is half French, half Italian. Yeah. I was in the French area. So yes, I, became pretty good at French. I was taught in English. Um, I am not good at French anymore. Do you speak any other languages? I, t- I took French and then I t- spent some time as an exchange student in France, but it was oh, awesome. not even Where were you? It was like a handful of months in the, in the Loire Valley. Oh, like in awesome. The center of it. But, um, so yeah, I mean, I, when I go to France, I, I get excited because I feel like a part of my brain switches back on. Agreed, same. Uh, but yeah. it's also like excited and frustrated at the same time because it feels like it's very rusty. Yeah, so I was like just the gears in, are moving so exactly. slowly. I was just in Canada. This, I just got back last night, and they everything's in like French and English, and I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, oh, there it is. <laughs> And yeah, then it's gone. <laughs> what was um? What were what were so it was an international type school. Was it where yeah. a lot of people who had the UN kind of family international? Yeah, it was like um, I had classmates from oh my gosh, Germany, Italy, Tanzania, um, Kuwait, Holland, like every just every country you can imagine. Countries I'd never heard of. Yeah. Like it was just fascinating. Did everyone you were taught in English? Did everyone? Uh, who didn't wasn't originally an English speaker? Did they come and have to sort of be immersed in English in the Everybody, school, or did they all have some? They English learned, before? yeah. So like everyone was like everyone except me was minimum trilingual, yeah, because they would speak their native language, they would speak English, and then they would speak French, minimum, yeah. And some kids knew up to like seven languages. <sighs> Amazing, and it was just like insane to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what were the size uh, of the classes? They were not, it wasn't massive. There was probably like 40 kids in each grade. Uh, there was an English side and a French side to the school. And we were on the, I was on, taught on the English side. Um, so 80 altogether. But I, it was a wild experience. It was wild. Listen, I don't know why I, I said hear. that. It was wild, you guys. <laughs> Are you a Samantha? I'm a Charlotte. I guess I uh, am. 
I am today. Oh, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm not a Charlotte. A Charlotte. Oh, I am normally never. a Charlotte. You were more. You're more of a Charlotte. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I'm like use my blinker and shit. I don't know who. I, I guess I'm a Miranda. I don't so know. Why are you so I've, upset about it? I <laughs> because you're putting cream cheese on your cinnamon raisin bagel or for me at all. What does she it's do? Put locks a- on her cream on her cinnamon raisin bagel. Did you hear about that controversy? Oh no. <laughs> uh, oh, actual Cynthia Nixon got yeah. in trouble for putting locks on her. Oh boy. <laughs> what a controversy controversy yeah let's focus on the important that's important things. stuff oh no uh wow um no because none of them are a fit like none of them to no. me all of them are like they're oh, so one-dimensional they're an alien culture of yeah those sex in the city girls. you couldn't write that show now because they're all so one-dimensional <laughs> well, this one likes to stuff fuck that they ended up exploring it turned out to be, I think, really interesting Agreed. and like kind of vital. But yeah, I liked the of... conversations, like the yeah. things they talked about. But the the characters were so. Also, Carrie Bradshaw was a horrible friend. She like cheated on her boyfriends. She like was terrible to her friends. She was so selfish. Like she was awful. Yeah, she wasn't. Um, she wasn't the best. No, and we were just like, what a great character. <laughs> But her shoes Those though, right shoes. guys? That's the other thing. I just, I look at that. I would wa- I would see her walking down the street wearing also, shoes like that and go, nobody. I, I lived in New York I for can't. nine years. Nobody wears shoes like that in New York. Yeah. Nobody. You wear flats <laughs> everywhere you go. You wear boots in the winter and you wear ah. sli- like sandals in the summer. Yeah. And that's it. That's all yeah. you wear. And maybe you have, if you're going to one event and you take yeah. like a cab. Exactly. Maybe you're wearing like a pair of heels exactly uh what was did you guys have uniforms at the high school and i did in my catholic high school in jersey i had uniforms. oh but not at the international no. school no no I, I imagine like prim little <laughs> tiny cute yeah what were you picturing you described to me what you're what i was picturing, picturing like a possible, skirt it's possible i was picturing like <laughs> some version like a jumpsuit like the blue air force uniform oh wow <laughs> like, okay like a fit your fancy blues like sure you can i'll you tell you that have, like ba- you all have badges and like all kinds of sort of flair no, no. that's not at all what it was, was just on. normal 90s you know yeah. i was wearing a choker and you bet you were you bet you were <laughs> it's oh boy um it was there romance is that part of the wild there was romance i yeah. mean there had to be come on yeah all these people from all over and just the sort of like yeah i did wind up dating like uh my high school i mean i was very young so can you call him a boyfriend but like he was like half italian half american mm-hmm. um uh, for a while i had a crush on a swedish guy mm-hmm. um an italian guy yeah yeah <laughs> this know? is what i'm talking about yeah what a big deal that was God, you just made me remember that there was a French exchange student named Roland uh, <laughs> at our, my high school. And for some reason, I feel like he was in our French class. But that doesn't make any sense. Roland, you should not be in was the French class. Was it just like, EZA? let's put him somewhere where he'll know? <laughs> he feels know. comfortable? Because he didn't speak. He really didn't speak a lot of English. So maybe they just oh, dumped wow. him in there to sort of give him what a chance was his, to... Because I feel like the exchange students here were like, they didn't necessarily... I don't know, like on paper, it sounds like it would be like the sexy French guy comes down, but people are just like, oh, you speak English, whatever. Like Americans are awful. Yeah. They're just like, nerd, you don't speak English. Uh-huh. Well, he was very handsome. So I okay, think that good. helped. Okay, he, so... he really brought in the mystique of the French exchange student. Did you oh, no, hook up no, with Roland? No, I didn't. No. I didn't. I wasn't into, I really was not attracted to um, the guys that I did. I would not. And then listen, if any of you are listening, <laughs> some very good looking guys, but not like not like Luke Perry good looking you know what I mean like oh, not like a like a hunk who sort of dressed like he was very like traditionally handsome and yeah. that was never something that yeah I was same into. I've dated some handsome men 
I will say they're all very lovely. Um, but I really like the nerds the best. I mean, <laughs> right? That's yeah. That's where it's at. It really is. That's where it's at. Uh, were any of the guys that you were into in high school? So wh- what was that transition like going from Switzerland to back to Jersey? Were you excited to do it? Did you feel That mixed? was weird, too. I mean, it was hard, but... Uh, I mean, were you still... You're like, I'm not going to wear my beret every day now. That's because I did wear a beret every day, obviously. <laughs> um, it was weird because I was went to a, a Catholic high school, so there was only a couple people I'd known from, from junior high and grade school. Co-ed? Or? Uh, co-ed, yeah. Okay. So when I arrived, they heard this girl from Switzerland was coming, so they didn't even know I was going to be American. Gotcha. So they were just like, what's your deal? Um, and... Yeah, it was it was weird. It was weird going from like, but I really did want to have the American high school experience. Like I, you know, I had grown up on movies like Can't, Can't Buy Me Love, love. and yeah. I romanticized that a little too much. And I was like, I loved living in Switzerland, but my parents asked us after two years, my brother was going to college at that time. And they're like, do you want to stay? And I was like, no, I think I want to do two years of American high school just to Good like live that weird. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, that's a, that's, that can be a potentially very scary time to relocate and kind of start afresh. So the fact that you kind of knew your own mind and were like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that. Like, I'm ready to. And I I did like, like, listen, (laughs) talking about problematic things, like the Catholic religion is like. Nothing wrong with it. Super (laughs) fucked. Everything's perfect. Everything's perfect. perfect. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a shit show. Um, however, there are some things in any religion, in most religions that are, uh, good. And one of the things about that school was that they were very, um, everyone was very welcoming and there were those high school cliques that you know about, like, yes, there were like the jocks and the quote unquote nerds and whatever, but there, I don't remember like bullying and cliques and like everyone knew each other. And it was because they would make us go on these like retreats and stuff. Oh, and yeah? It was. What was the what were the retreats like? We would do like. Did you ever do like a retreat? I uh, not not as such. I mean, I would go. I went to like a you know like a camp like a camp. Okay, it was kind of like that. But it, yeah, it was kind of like that, and you just kind of like. Uh, I mean, this is gonna sound so cheesy because I'm like not a religious person now at all. But it was, you know, you'd. I'm, I'm sure they do it still do it now at the school and take away their cell phones. I would hope. But you basically camp in the woods and cabins for the weekend and people uh give talks and like share their stories and everyone just kind of like opens up and then there's this whole um this sounds so cheesy i haven't thought about this in years (laughs) but there's this whole like saying that they say which is like live the fourth live the fourth which means your fourth day back at school if you became friendly with like someone who you weren't normally friends with like don't ignore them in the hallway like be cool to them live and the fourth live the fourth and it's kind of catchy and kind of also not catchy i know not at all <laughs> but it really was like nice like i everyone was like supportive and like really cool to each other and i was That's really grateful great. for that yeah so i say to, to that was a long-winded answer to your question that like catholicism super fucked up <laughs> but that school had like a good community to it sure and i was really grateful that i wasn't like that when i got there i was like welcomed which Absolutely. was nice yeah side note there is like this dramatic change of lighting that is happening just oh from yeah cloud cover i've never experienced this before oh, really? i just the assume this is your life i was like is there a cloud of butterflies blocking the sun? Because that shit will feel scary. Yeah, there's a... But it's just, there's a lot of clouds moving over the sun, but it's either really bright or like very yeah. dark. 
the room we're in just like will abruptly here. change. Yeah. It's very dramatic. It's very dramatic. Do you know? Oh, I have a question for you. What did you study in college? Mostly theater. Okay. Well, you she might know this because it's a theater thing. What I couldn't find it online. There's oh my a God, term. If you couldn't find it online. How am I ever going to be? No. <laughs> okay. But there's a term that I remember learning in, in an English class, but I feel like it applies to theater as well, where the weather or the surroundings mimic the, uh, the plot you know so if it's like so if someone's dying it starts raining yeah there's a literary term for that and oh i can't God. remember I what it my was. dad knows i okay. wish that he were dad could you come in i, know, <laughs> I haven't told you I live with my father uh that i that's i'm sure you're right i don't even know if that's something that i was that you learned, okay because i'm sure but I, but I feel I'm like sure it's a very theater yeah slash guys english literature Twitter. thing just tweet Twitter. at me um yeah i guarantee you someone Listen, so many answers. There's going to be so many What's answers. What's a thing that you have asked for on Twitter for help from strangers and got like, you were like really happy with the response? That's a good question. I don't think I use Twitter for that purpose very well. Because there's some things you can't figure out on Google. Yeah. Like I wanted to put in my backyard, which I, what I now know is called decomposed granite. Yes. Yes. Indeed. It's like this thing that I'm sure it's very popular in Tucson. That's exactly why I know and what it is. And it's popular in Palm Springs and things yeah. like this, but I did not grow up with this. It looks like sand guys, but it's like pa- compacted down yeah. and it's in like, it's very like drought friendly landscaping. That's right. You just lost so many listeners by me talking about no. this. Oh, <laughs> decomposed granite. You've just reminded me because here everyone does like mulchy kind of yes. stuff. Um, or like those little wood chips kind of stuff. And I, you're, I, I, I don't think about decomposed but granite. But I wanted decomposed granite and I couldn't, it. I was Googling, I was going to Home Depot and I was like, it looks like sand. And they're like, what are you talking about? And then I, I was Googling it and they, it, I just found sand. And then finally I posted a picture of it on Twitter and I was like, hey, can you guys tell me what this is? And like 10 people were like, oh, that's decomposed granite. I was like, thank you. God. <laughs> yeah. See, I, the last thing I can remember was something that I wasn't sure about and then I ended up finding it myself and then I had to post like, guys, I figured it out. It's this. You got to trust those internet nerds. I know. You got to trust them. I know. They're good at... Another thing I love asking the internet for is if I'm going to a city I've never been to before. Yeah, smart. Just like, hey guys, I'm in Cincinnati. Where do I eat? And people are so good about it. Yeah. No, that's, that's absolutely true. I just don't... Yeah, I haven't used... I haven't used it as a tool because a lot of the time I just go on and go off real quick. Yeah. Um, and, and I forget that it also can be a place of love and joy and sharing. <laughs> you got to remind yourself about I that. I got to remind myself. I put the limit... I recently uh, did the screen time limit for Instagram because that's that's my biggest time suck is Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what does it do? It sort of tells you like... I put goodbye. 20 minutes on every day. So yeah. at 20, 20 minutes, it comes up and says you've reached your time limit. P.S. You can easily override it right but it That's it great, has though. cut it down by uh, i'm saving hour i'm so productive yeah That's so great. productive yeah you're like i'm so productive i've been posting on instagram <laughs> so much more than i've been trolling it's it. great <laughs> uh trolling it trolling it i think you say trolling and you don't mean trolling you can troll for something and that means you're kind of looking yeah for something that's way too close to troll you are correct. I shouldn't use that you word anymore. You are correct. I used it wrong. I mean, I said troll at the beginning, so it's very clear it's that okay. the overlap <laughs> has taken over. That's not good. Uh, okay. What else do I want to ask you? Were you, when you were in Switzerland, <clears throat> did you feel like you had more or less exposure to things that would then make you cool in Ooh, good New question. Jersey when you came back? Because I could way see going more. either way. Uh, no, way more. Like, I, I felt cool. Like, listen this is preposterous, but like I got a little bit of an accent 
I no, right. I didn't. I was 16 and I was like, I talk like this now, okay? Uh-huh. And wait, what did you Okay, no, I would you, talk can like I hear the, that again, please. Okay, I would talk <laughs> cuz all of my friends were English second language, so I would speak I like would totally English was my this, second language, which I is 100% would do preposterous. And I would, if anyone did this as an adult, they would be a garbage human. <laughs> Guys, forgive me. I was 16. So I would say like, we go movies. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I fell over laughing. She that fell actually over laughing. I, I uh, don't know. Everything I, was ended with, uh, it's good, huh? It's good, huh? <laughs> what the fuck was I doing? I'm from New I Jersey. Thank you so much for admitting this. It is it just yeah. speaks so well of you that you're willing to oh. laugh about this. That is amazing. But you're so you absorb shit so much. I mean, think I about it's gonna be more subtle. No, oh god, it was not subtle. It was not subtle. My brother did it too. He, I don't think my brother would admit Ooh. it, but he did it. Oh god. Huh? Huh? <laughs> but I. But. <coughs> excuse me i apologize for coughing guys i'm getting over something uh right now i'm also getting She's over, getting over I was just told. <laughs> my preposterous accent and everything I, was I mega the, mega but cool I do that, but i do that now and i don't mean i do not mean to I do. if i it's speak not to good. someone if i'm in canada long enough yeah or if i've been working in canada and i come back and, and i'm I like hate when people guys, do it but i do it too eh? and yeah. like it is not intentional at all it, because there's nothing cool i know what people think when you do that like yeah. i know people think because i think it's so i would stupid. never do it on purpose you know what i mean exactly i would never do that on purpose i would not take it on an affectation I mean, thinking it was going to impress anyone so it is absolutely unconscious and then when i realize it, i'm so embarrassed if i talk to someone with a thick southern accent for more than like 30 seconds that's like really hard not to absorb yeah but yeah, do you think it's, it's part of us being performers, or do you think that? Listen, here's my question: Internet, <laughs> internet, tell us, dear internet, do you are uh, the are are people who are not necessarily doing what we do for a living? Are people who are just yes, yeah, anybody not necessarily associated with the arts or language or anything like that? Is it just something that happens to everybody? Okay, here's my theory that is I this just came that up with. To everybody, yeah, huh? it's good, huh? <laughs> uh, uh, okay, here's my theory. I think we do it as women because we want to be liked and f- make the other person feel comfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like an assimilation. Yes, sort I of. think that's what it is because I think it happens more with women than with men. Interesting. Huh? I, <laughs> yeah, you're probably righty. Uh, now that I think about it, think about it. <laughs> so awful. I mean, not awful. I love a Canadian accent. Awful when I do it. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably, I mean, I think you're probably right. And, and I think the more... Yeah, and it, so I would assume that that guys who do it more maybe have cultivated it either consciously or unconsciously because it helps them get ahead or it helps them get what they yeah. want or it helps them. But that feels so dirty. It does, Unintentionally yeah. dirty. It does. And again, I hate when people do it. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I mean, I'll do this now. Like if I talk to someone from Jersey for a while, then my Jersey accent comes back. But I think that's different because that, that's actually in me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did people say that you had an accent when you went to Switzerland? Um, I mean, everybody had an accent. So yeah. it was just kind of like normal, you yeah. know, everybody. I mean, they knew I was American, obviously, but it wasn't like, they oh, you have like, such a Jersey accent. Oh, you sound accent. like you're, yeah. 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 Um, but I, yeah. Do you feel I that touch- you did have one, like in, cat- sort of in comparison now with the way you speak? Yeah. And it comes out with certain words now, even. Like what? Um, uh, I really am sorry. I'm really putting you on the spot in ways fine. that I have no no right to. I realized recently that I say the word mountain weird. 
um, cause somebody pointed out to me that it has a T in it. They're like, it's mountain. And I was like, yeah, mountain, mountain. Ooh, why do I say it like that? Yeah. Mountain. It is mountain. I say mountain. <laughs> okay, good. Then I don't feel bad. And I'm from Arizona, so okay, I don't great. know how to explain it. <laughs> I, yeah, it's a beautiful view of the mountains. But if I have like a couple a beautiful of... view of the mountains. Mountains. If I have a couple of drinks or if I like get angry, if I get angry, yeah, that's my Jersey really accent really like comes out. Watch stuff too. Like you see somebody who's acting in a scene and yeah. they get angry even in the scene and you're like, uh-oh, you're an Aussie. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, yeah. realized you're exactly. an Aussie because you're it, in a scene and you're angry. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, then it, then it really comes out. Also like that just aligns with my Jersey like personality aggressive yeah aggressive like angry. yeah like angry like i feel like people in california don't like yell they're just like whatever <laughs> and like in jersey like you know yeah even out there in the sticks yeah really yeah why did your parents uh i mean we were listening all over the place maybe more than ever before on this podcast <laughs> great why did your parents pick that area uh, they grew up to- in um an area the very urban area of new jersey a city called clifton um and then one of my dad's brothers my uncle moved out to the sticks and then my dad was like it's so pretty out here we should move out there too so they did nice yeah well that wasn't a good answer sorry no no i didn't know i mean i don't know what i would expect i mean what what, what did i think was going to happen oh, yeah, maybe there farmer. was like a family no. yeah a family we actually property bought that, you know well we did buy my uncle's house my, well there you go yeah so it was that's great. all i was asking for sorry I'm okay no anything <laughs> cliches I, I don't know arizona the, the assumption of people for a long time in arizona was that we had cowboy accents that like really if you're from arizona you're gonna probably sound like this yeah I, i'm, I'm like, trying to think of really like what my like when i was a kid what i thought of when i thought of arizona yeah maybe you never thought of it um i mean i would think of desert i would just think yeah. of desert maybe a tumbleweed yeah all accurate yeah but that i wouldn't have thought cowboy now i would think cowboy oh really yeah interesting but i wouldn't have something called rodeo vacation yeah see it's there there it is had no meaning to anyone i knew except (laughs) that you could go to disneyland on a weekend where it no one else was because it was in like february (laughs) i never bothered to find out why there was a rodeo vacation clearly it was because what does rodeo vacation mean it's like a day off from school yeah you'd have a friday off and possibly That's Monday too. Preposterous. Rodeo vacation. That's preposterous. Now wait, that I'm saying it, the words have lost all media. I'm like, you guys rodeo, don't do daylight savings, vacation. right? Correct. That's so weird. Pretty great. So weird. Yeah, it's a weird state. So was that weird for you leaving and doing daylight savings? I've never gotten used to it. But then what I found out, because I never know which I'm supposed to do yeah. or what the times. But then I, but then everyone I know also is confused, and there are people who've been from also here. fall back and spring forward doesn't make sense because you can also spring back and fall forward that's also true <laughs> that's right that's right they're not unique enough no oh no you really put that well listen people are talking about abolishing it and just having it be th- where we are now yes. yeah so that it's lighter later yeah which i'm fine with that's the lighter later movement the lighter later movement does that work <laughs> yeah that works okay good yeah okay we're gonna take a break i will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at maximum fun Good morning, class. Good morning, Ms. Banks. Can anyone tell me which holiday is coming up? This major holiday celebrates giving and artistic expression. Mexico Mexico Day. Day. That 
That's right, kids. It's Max Fun Drive. And when do we celebrate? Oh, March 18th through March 29th. Very good, Billy. Now, who can tell us the story of Max Fun Drive? I know. Me, me, me. <laughs> All right, Trisha. Once a year, the Pod Fairy comes to town and hands out cool enamel pins of your favorite podcast. Oh, they're so effing cool. Whoa, yes, yes, Trish. But there's more to the Max Fun Drive holiday than cool pins. Max Fun Drive is the time of year when all around the world, people put aside their differences and focus on the spirit of family, friends, community, and podcasts. Oh, okay, class. Don't forget to listen to your favorite podcast from March 18th to 29th. I'll expect full pod reports when you're back. <sighs> I have got to ask someone why these classes are only 45 seconds long. Oh, listen, I got to get into this Nash <laughs> game. Uh, I know everyone knows what the first category is going to be, which is exotic pe- pets. Great. There's no nothing. Th- this is an alternate universe where okay. we don't, there's just no ecological okay, or great. moral. It's okay, like great. everything's great. I, I need to know that. Yeah. Um, oh, thank you for easing my guilt. Yes. Chimpanzee. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Do you have a name picked out? Um, I have a name picked out for the dolphin, which is the next one. Great. <laughs> The dolphin's named Oliver. Oliver, great. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's go parrot. Great. Are we doing four for each? No, it's threes. Okay, okay. I should have said. Okay, great. Um, So really, only the dolphin has a name. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Okay, next category. Three room... Three... mm. Okay, okay. In your basement, your Mm -hmm. fictitious alternate universe basement... Mm Whereas you would make the fake jungle mm-hmm. um, in this alternate universe, you actually walk down into a transformed sort of natural environment. Yes. Uh, give me three of choice that you walk into and you're like, oh, now I am. It's like the holodeck kind of. Well, this is uh, an interesting moment in this podcast because when I was a child, I drew up a blueprint for my father oh. To uh, redo the basement. And in the center, I don't know if this would be two separate things, but in the center, I was like, we're going to put a pool, an indoor pool where I'm keeping my dolphins. And then there was like a little alcove in the basement where the laundry area was. (laughs) And that's where I was going to have the the penguin habitat. (laughs) (laughs) So you had a marine world. Basement. Yeah, I had a marine world. Okay. Also, dolphins and penguins, this, this climate control Not would be the same. very difficult. <laughs> Not the same. Um, but I was convinced. It's a meat locker where you have the penguins. Yeah, I was convinced then, it would work. Yeah. Um, so should I so give let's you say a... Arctic for yeah. the penguins. Great. Let's say Arctic penguin habitat. Great. Um, definitely jungle. Great. And I'm trying to think of what else I would have been into as a kid. Like... I also really liked haunted houses and like oh, creepy yeah. stuff. Yeah. So maybe like a um like a like an old haunted Victorian house. Great. Okay. I'm very I'm very pleased. Uh I got to get this out of the way. Have yeah. you done sleep no more? Yes, I've done sleep no more. I did it recently too, yeah. like a year ago. Yeah. I, I was only like, did it for the first time maybe 5 years ago, but it had okay. been going for a long time before that yeah and I was because when I lived in New York it was like the thing to do yeah. and then I went back to visit and I was like you know what I have never I may as well just fucking do sleep yeah. more. it's amazing it's yeah. amazing yeah, it's so fun god talk about world building That's I know what I want. I've said this before on the podcast I couldn't stop talking about it yet you don't want to say too much about it yeah uh 
but that the chasing of that high of how immense that world is and then being told by someone like i'm sorry you started with the best one so everything else is going to be a disappointment if that's what you're looking for you've peaked you've already peaked exactly i so i never go to them because now i'm like that's not it's no sleep no more Uh. um okay great uh, next category, three uh, places in the world that you would have a vacation home if getting there were no <gasps> issue. Oh. Um, uh, the big island of Hawaii. Great. On the Hilo side, for anyone who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of rain. A lot of rain. Great. Better, uh, better lushness. More jungle. Uh, more jungle. Um, mm. Mm. Now I want someplace like cozy, mm-hmm. uh, wintry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mountain cabin. Type mountain cabin in, um, I don't know. Where are you thinking? What do you think? Well, Is I don't know. I was wondering cabin. if you would say something in the kind of like Alps region. Just yeah. Because you've already experienced that, but maybe you already got that out of your system. I kind of did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was just in Banff this weekend, which was so pretty. Yeah. I really loved it there. Um, and it was very cozy. Yeah, maybe we give you a little Canadian cabin. Okay, right? let's do let's do Banff. That's it's really pretty. Yeah, a little a little cabiny. And um, oh, third one, mm-hmm. guys, tweet at me. Tell me <laughs> where I should have. This fact. is like such big decisions. We got jungle. We got. Do you like sort Listen, of lush forest? Like um, no, I'm gonna throw. I'm just gonna throw yeah. you. I'm gonna change it up. Yeah. Paris. Great. Great. I'm I can handle it. I'm little, ready for it. A little flat in the middle of Paris. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, by the way, you know this is mansion apartment shack house. That's what ties to this. So oh, yeah, I know. you have a shack oh, in Hilo, oh, girl, I an know. apartment in Hilo. It's a <laughs> yeah, city. Exactly. Uh great. Okay. Perfect. Uh now. All due respect for your he hunted down the book that is no longer in print. Wonderful boyfriend. Yes. This is Nash. So three uh, romantic times alternate universe people. John Bon Jovi. Okay. Well, this is not going to be even the category I have to finish describing. Fantastic. Um, Penelope Cruz. Great. Oh, God. Um, I've, I've been... That is one where... I've been watching her in something and realized I have to rewind it because I have not paid attention to anything she said because she's I'm so just beautiful. Gazing at her. She's so beautiful. I, I cannot Ugh. like, yeah, I, I think I would just vomit on her if I met her. <laughs> I mean, let's all hope that, that maybe that doesn't happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, and ooh, Killian Murphy. Okay, great. <laughs> Wait, hold on. All of a sudden I got scared. He's the one from many, many things. 28 days later. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's what a what a wonderful like, especially in that he's movie like specifically, he's like so looking. androgynous yeah. and creepy, and he really is. I love him. <sighs> Great, God, that movie. I remember that seeing that movie and being like, oh, uh, something's changed. Like the way I perceive movies has changed. To know yeah, that was, I can have this response to a film, it was so incredible. It was so. It felt so real. Yeah. Oh, really well done. This zombie thing might catch on. <laughs> uh, okay, Killian Murphy. I'm I'm gonna cough, guys. I really apologize. <laughs> How it was so much you. worse yesterday. <laughs> Everybody's lucky that we that I did not try to get on mic. Uh, next category: three foods, drinks, substances mm-hmm. uh, that in this realm uh, you're either allergic to, or they're fattening, or it doesn't make sense from a moral perspective for you. In this alternate universe, everything is sort of okay. at the same level, Great. and you can have it in perpetuity. Okay, pierogies. Great. <laughs> Uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. I mean, you are a person that I think I've, I, you might be the person most ready with an answer <laughs> pre me and my long rambling 
category names. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, and uh, a chili relleno burrito. Oh, very nice. From La Azteca in East LA. Oh, La Azteca. I recommend it, guys. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself that I can spell all the things. <laughs> What's up, Arizona? <laughs> uh, okay, next category. Let's do three places uh in either disney world disneyland three places in the kind of disney universe okay yes that uh, are like rides that sort of become real that there are like oh, real worlds wow. that you can hang out in. oh wow that's mm-hmm. so fun i mean obviously the enchanted tiki room right. um ooh, snow white because it's creepy as fuck it is very pleasingly creepy yeah when i first found out that those were called dark rides i only understood it as being a snow white thing and i was like it is so dark yeah it's very dark and foreboding and they're like no that just means you're in the dark exactly yeah okay Um, well and the star the star wars ride which i think is called star tours but i could be wrong it is called star Tours. um because i love star wars wonderful are you excited about star wars land opening up yes i am too but i mean i'm scared too yeah. It's the same reason, like, I haven't watched season two of my favorite show, Patriot, because I'm, it's been out for months. I'm yeah. just afraid it's going to be bad because I love I, it so much. I, I have that fear, too, of those things. The things you love so much, it's almost like Don't Meet Your Heroes yep. extended out into all these other things. I have not read the last five pages of Wuthering Heights because it's my favorite book and I don't want it to end. Wait, is that well, weird? First of all, <laughs> it's your favorite book, but it is a book you don't know how it ends. Yeah, I don't know how it is. Well, I started that to is, read the last five pages when they like jump into the future and talk about like their kids. And I was like, well, I don't need to know this shit. I just want to end it with Catherine Heathcliff and be done with it. Yeah, I think that was hard for a lot. Of, like, like to use a different example, Harry Potter, but uh, <laughs> not the same. But <laughs> but yeah, in a, in a in a modern context, this idea of like, wait, 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 wait don't skip me ahead. I don't want to. Yeah, I want to be in that. I'm I'm reading gonna, I want to be with them every step of the way, but I don't want to know, you know, if yeah, you I, take me there, take me there in a real way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I totally understand it. I guess I forgot or didn't realize because I did read Wuthering Heights that it fast forwarded. Maybe I never read the last five pages. <laughs> it gets. Yeah. You don't need to read the last five pages. Fascinating. <laughs> All right. Here's what. Uh, okay. So Wuthering Heights. This is here's this book that um, that you've not re- read the last five pages of. Let's say <laughs> let's say three three endings to Wuthering Heights that you would not be expecting, but on some level would be like. Okay. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Catherine Heathcliff die, but and they never get together. But then their ghosts get together. Right. <laughs> You're such a good sport. I can't, I'm taking something and like turning. I'm I'm taking the thing you don't want to think about and making you think about it times three. <laughs> ghosts get together. Uh huh. Um, they, uh, like your friend's kids movie are reincarnated as animals, as two macaws who fly away together. (laughs) Two macaws. Fantastic. Um, and they don't get together, but they open up a bakery just as business partners. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Like real good bread. Really trying to think of what the name of it would be. There's got to be something punny in there. Yeah, there is. Wheatcliff? Weathering Heights. Weathering? I don't know. Weathering Heights. Weathering yeast? I don't know. No, I'll think about it. Listen, there's a lot of good stuff that we could tweet at us. Please please tweet us the name of the Weathering Heights bakery. Please. We're begging you. Okay, final category. A lot of pressure on me. Yes. A lot of pressure on me. Uh, Final category for 
Allison is three. You can, uh, it, so time stops. So you're not missing. There's no FOMO because okay, time great. Has, has I love all your, yes. Right where it is. <laughs> your but stipulations. you're going to spend a semester right now in three different places in the world learning something so time has stopped so you're you're, you don't have to worry about your life going on got it like it's time and then you're and three places you're going what are you studying got it okay this one's gonna throw you for a loop but ready when i was in maine i visited this boat making place Mm -hmm. and i was like do I want to just take off a year and learn how to make boats? Yeah. Sure. How could I have guessed that you would be a person that would have already a moment of like, Because could I, be I feel like then I could use that carpentry skill for other things and like it'd be so fucking badass. So boat making place in Maine. Right. I don't remember what it's called. It's literally called like the boat school or something. Right. Um, Italy to cook, to learn how to cook in Italy. Right. Um... And I guess like going to France to just learn how to fuck real good. <laughs> France and fucking fantastic. We really earned the uh, explicit label today. Great. Uh, and every week, by the way. Um, okay, great. Uh, you know how this works. Just uh, real quick, tell me when. Okay, yes. To, I'm very suspicious right. of you for some reason. I'm closing my eyes. Tell me when to stop. Okay, stop. Okay. I'm going to pause this, do okay. some quick calculations. When I come back, I'm going to have your 100% guaranteed MASH future. Great. All right. I feel really good about this. As I said, while we were off, my, also, I thought you were one of my best MASH customers. Thank you. That means so much. Customers. She used the word customers. Uh, also, sh- I just want your listeners to know that she actually does it. She's not like fudging Yeah, I'm it. not like. She's really counting it's, that I'm not, shit. It's not like a dartboard type situation. <laughs> this is, I have to do the full count. Oh, I'm so uh, nervous to hear. This is very exciting. <laughs> this is very exciting. Uh, first of all, I want to congratulate you mm-hmm. on your mansion on the big island of Hawaii. Yes. Hawaii. Yes. In the Hilo area. Oh, fantastic. Uh, I want to, now listen, that makes sense just from a uh, ecological standpoint because down in the basement of your mansion, you also have a full jungle. Great. Full jungle. Oh, I love it. So if you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm sick of this jungle. Walking right outside my door feels like too much of a hassle. Just Great. go right down the I stairs. Enjoy. Uh, I know that's a place where your parrot loves to hang out. Uh, this, is this is working all kind out of jelly. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, so you got your parrot in, in, on the big Island with your built in jungle. Uh, if you would like to take a break from that, Mm -hmm. I want you to rest assured that you can jump into the world of star tours, which basically means like an entire galaxy of stuff and adventures that you can have. Great. Not bad. Uh, you are going to have all of these adventures. Listen, they're going to make you hungry. Rest assured, you can have as much mint chocolate chip uh, as you possibly want. Yes, nothing bad's gonna happen. Only good. <laughs> Only good. Uh, and I, uh, and then also you're gonna do this whole sort of like time sort of stand still, and then you go to Maine, <sighs> and you take that, you become a boat maker. That's something you really and I will use that in person that you want to do, and then then you're a real handy lady. I can make boats in Hawaii and sell them. Bo- hey, you guys need a boat? How yes. much time you got? Hey, you want a boat? Yeah. <laughs> Now you want a boner? <laughs> hey, you want a booty? Uh, as far as the way Wuthering Heights ends, I feel that the ghost get together is one of the most satisfying. Great. So well done on that. Now, of course, you're having all of these experiences with 
I'm walking over here himself, Mr. John Bunch. Oh, yeah. He's from New Jersey? I, I gotta go. I know. I'm sorry. Yes, he's Doesn't from he have New an Jersey. album called, like, New Jersey? Yes, he God does. God damn it. I really apologize. <laughs> I really apologize. He's a handsome man. Oh, he's very handsome. Yes. Very handsome. Is he still out there? Again, Can't. I know. I'm so sorry. Yes. He's still touring. I apologize. <laughs> I'd throw I, back I some Arizona artist at you, but I can't think of one. <laughs> to, be, to be clear, and I know that, but that wouldn't that have been the worst if I was like, is he still alive? <laughs> yes. Of course he is. He's your true, wonderful, He's my true love. love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, does he have short hair or long hair he has in your short relationship? Hair now. In your oh, in relationship. Oh, and I like the, the hair now. I like yeah, the you don't want to comb his long hair. No, I mean, I, I do, but. <laughs> 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 but no, I like him just the way he is now. Oh, bless. Yeah. Allison. What a pleasure. That was like a delight. Would you say this makes up for not seeing the butterfly migration? Yeah, I think it it does. I would, I mean, if that's still an option, I'd love to see it. I would say that the butterfly migration is pretty special. (laughs) (laughs) Might be a once in a lifetime. But I don't want you to feel bad. Uh, Thanks. The important thing is John Madrovi is still alive. Listen, the day is not over. (laughs) It's not over. How long does it last? I don't know. I honestly think it might be over. Damn it. I can't believe you didn't see any on your way here. I, it's shocking to me. I think it must have me. already ended because millions, you know. billion, a billion. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they were coming from. I don't know where they were going. Well, Maybe I don't want to know. We started I know and that ended with, is out there. with butterflies, like a life cycle. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and the cocoon was right in the middle. And our the, we became goo, mm-hmm. but we still retain our memories. From exactly. We began. <laughs> Aren't we wonderful? Here's the science. <laughs> you and me. Yay! Everyone, we'll talk to you next time on the podcast. The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.